As Nick already mentioned, Dom and Gypsy are celebrating their Time flies. I remember, like it was yesterday, but we decided to have a week-long celebration leading up to the wedding, and it was during the stadium Father God, thank you so much for the privilege of being here You know, throughout my lifetime, I've had several medical procedures, and I was nervous for every single one. I think there's something natural about how this anxiety and fear Born, Joelle, when she was only a year and a half, had developed this eye condition. And if left untreated, she could lose sight in one of her eyes. And upon hearing the news, my wife and I began to a lot of anxiety and uncertainty. But then finally, when we met with the doctor, specialist, Dr. Nader, he started explaining and sharing the decades and decades. And every single one of these procedures met its desired outcome. And as he's sharing this information, the recitation, and my body I started beginning to feel relieved. And I started even getting excited at the prospect that my daughter was going to be cherished for him. And fear, anxiety, and trepidation was all but gone because of his doctor's If you're like me, these past couple years have been extremely difficult and tumultuous. Both just generally speaking and taking personal. I think of the social and political unrest. It breaks my heart to see this country tear itself apart. And then you have the COVID pandemic. Not only the COVID pandemic, but the reaction to the COVID pandemic. Further. of the recent tragedies, children losing their lives. A week ago, my sister Stephanie for the first time, and my father was killed in the bars by the It could be tough to be optimistic about the future. Fear, anxiety, and uncertainty. I reflect on the faithfulness of God for his people here in the present and as we look back together at how God has been
because of God's Lord, as we represent the Lord, how peace to the We're going to come to the birth of John the Baptist. And the birth of John the Baptist is also have your Bibles, please Angel of the Lord comes to Zachariah and Elizabeth and Zachariah is skeptical Later we'll check out his Then the time comes Elizabeth the news spreads During that question, and then as Elizabeth's friends and relatives get excited and they expect her, hey, you Starting in verse 57. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth for a son. And her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had come to And they rejoiced And on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child. And they would have called him Zachariah after his father, but his mother had said, No, he's John. And they said, You are your relatives. Writing tablet, his name is John. We all wonder. 
all these Zachariah's song draws time to And his father Zachariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied. God delivered, deliberated his people from oppression and slavery, and mighty 
And on their way out, they plundered the Egyptians and sang songs of praise. Because the Egyptians received them, cornered them in the Red Sea. Yet God miraculously parted the Red Sea so they could safely cross. Using that same Red Sea to crush their enemies. Then, as they gave the commands to Moses on Mount Sinai, establishing the nation of Israel, establishing the we have the wandering of the wilderness, the conquering of Jericho, the entering of the promised land, the period of the judges, the rise of the monarch, the wicked king, the wicked king, the wicked king. The strife and turmoil of the whole family in the house of David has led to the splintering of this kingdom and the subsequent captivity. In Assyrian captivity in the north and the Babylonian captivity in the south, God's people being led away to a to return to the covenant land and no longer dwell in it. Nor shall you break the laws of the territory you saw God took to destroy the Egyptians. But despite all that, David died for sin. As he slew the prophets, calling them to repentance. And as soon as they would repent, they would be restored and they would serve him forever, constantly Whether it was Moses or Samuel or the previous or post or the prophets during the exile, God spoke to his people through their ancestors. For them, salvation only comes through Christ. Zechariah becomes the son as the congregation is silenced during the intertestamental period. And by naming his son John in obedience to the faith of God, Zechariah breaks this silence and begins to prophesy. And simultaneously, God breaks his silence of 400 years, inspiring Zechariah through the Holy Spirit to song, praise, and now prophecy. Oh, yes, an angel came to Mary. made public, as prophecy was made public for all to hear the pronouncement that God is silent no more. Do you see the significance of this focus on this curse that Jesus is bringing? So as we read this prophecy, Israel's history, this groundwork, had demonstrated 
throughout history. And this doxology, this praise, reaches back in time with the prophets, all revealing the character of God, the purpose of God, and the will of God. And this attempt to read current events in Israel is past with this first Lord God of Israel, has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of the seed of David. And as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from the day, that we should be saved from our enemies in the land of all the Jews. And so mercy promised to our fathers to renew the mercy of the covenant, the hope that was secured to our father Abraham to grant us. And that being the enemies might serve in holiness and righteousness before him from the heavens. And you, child, will be called the Father of the And you will hold the Lord to prayer as you to give you knowledge of salvation to these people and forgiveness of their sins. Because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Son might shall visit us from Guide our sight into the wilderness. And the child grew and became strong in spirit. And he was in the wilderness until the day that his father had given us to the Prophecy. Also, like, I am going to explain to you what chiasm is. So, chiasm is a literary device that uses glamour. Starting at verse 63. Blessed be the Lord of Israel, for he has visited us and redeemed his people. Skip down to verse 78. Because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the Son of Christ. 
how visitors feel about her visit access Raised up a sort of salvation for us in this To give knowledge of salvation to these people and to bring us this As he spoke by the mouth of his children, the prophets, from the Lord, and you, child, will be called the prophet. the mercy promised to our fathers to remember his covenant. The oath that he swore to our father, Abraham, to grant us. For you, brothers and sisters, did you remember our father? Oh, yes, there's extraordinary circumstances surrounding the birth of John. This acknowledgement of something transcendent, powerful, and sovereign at work to in all creation who makes covenant promises and fulfills the God who created the universe and all the stars in the universe and his track record of faithfulness in the past we could take our circumstances and our reflection of God's faithfulness to us leads us to rejoicing in God's faithfulness to us. Point number two, rejoice in God's faithfulness throughout this time. Verse 63, blessed be the Lord God of Israel for he has heard his words and revealed his people. Here, this verb visit refers to God's action saving his people, helping his people. We see the same verb in Luke 7:16. And Jesus raises the Abraham's son. And fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us. And God has visited his people. So this idea of God visiting his people is the reason God delivers his people. Zechariah declares God has brought about redemption, looks to the past and what God has done, and God's fidelity, how he celebrates his people, realizing that there are still things yet to be fulfilled. And what his theologians call inaugurated eschatology, that there are two aspects of the kingdom, the old and the Meaning, from Zechariah's perspective, Already, that's happened is the deliverance of our righteousness, our The not yet aspect is the first coming of the Son, and He's bringing us there. It's what has been fulfilled. What has already happened is the birth, the 
not yet asked to complete, wait, it is his second coming. He was raised up a soul of salvation. A soul of salvation. And when it first looked, it was like that was like so much joke, jokes about himself. It's actually not the same thing. It's like a little bit of jokes. He was given strength and victory. And it's Davidic in the age of 60. He's here in the age of 60. He's the son of Messiah. Surely your enemies, surely your enemies all evil things of this man. I pray like that fine oils and pure things. And David spoke to the Lord the words of this song on the day when the Lord delivered to his man and all his enemies. And to the name of Saul, he said, The Lord is my rock, my rock, my God, and whom I keep. There I will make a horn to sprout for David and prepare an anointing. His enemies will be killed and him is So here, God's aim is to restore salvation. is to liberate his people. Gathering for himself, a fearless people, Willful obedience to the acts of the spirit so that he would not be on his feet before the Lord. Well, I'm going to take you away to see the Lord roll over and hear him say, No, shouts at us. No, no, no. This strength was also displayed in the bold proclamation of his name in the king's peace. It also included kicking the So let's be holistic in our understanding of biblical strength. Zachariah's prophecy is also firmly grounded in this interplay between past and present in practically every clause in this prophecy. And what John will become can only be appreciated against this backdrop of what God has been doing from the beginning all the way to what he's doing now. This consummation through John the Baptist, calling him the prophet of the Most High, Answering the question in verse 66, what then will this child do? This leads to our third point. The reference to his, 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 his. 
hundred years from now, will they look at us as a body of Christ? We continue to propagate the I want to do that in verse 70. It's spoken by his holy prophets from Skip down to verse 36. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, and you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people and the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy. So speaking of John the Baptist, it was necessary that John be a sore runner of Christ, summoning people to realize their guilt and their need for confession of their sins. And he was part of being prepared for the coming of the Messiah. And God's calling on John's life was there even as he was born. And he, I believe, is the greatest of the prophets. Nothing by personal you look at all the Old Testament prophets, John being the last one, is the only one that witnessed Not only did he see Jesus, he recognized him as the Messiah. Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And not only did he see him, Inaugurating his earthly and beginning his earthly ministry. I wonder what that looks like. Nobody in human history can ever say, I baptized the Son of God. But guess what? John's role as prophet. Well, what is a prophet? What do you think of a priest? A priest represents the people before God. A prophet represents God before the people. They're appointed by God. They communicate truth. They're a revealer of God, of his will and his character. They're a mouthpiece of God. They're given authority to speak the truth to God, to confront people, to sound the alarm, to call them to repentance, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. Out of time, you've probably heard that we receive inheritance from God when we come to faith in Christ. That we're co heirs of Christ. That we're fulfilling reigns of Christ by virtue of our That we're co heirs of Christ. Peter, preaching to the Jews, says this in the beginning of Samuel. All the prophets who spoke in the past foretold these things of the covenant of the covenant God made with your fathers as he is continuing to do today. So yes, we receive inheritance and blessings of God, every spiritual blessing in the covenant verses. We receive adoption and redemption, forgiveness lavished. We're responsible to continue to represent God to this world preaching the gospel of Christ. And here in this broken, filled world filled with darkness.
darkness. The root cause of all the evil we see in this world, both individually and institutionally, is because people love darkness rather than light. And if we truly want to change society, we must seek to prevent this generation changing society. There can be no Salvation begins with the Holy Spirit changing the hearts of sinners. And certainly this is that we don't advocate for change. We advocate for justice that we can find. We support policies that promote change structural things that yes, we do these things, but our primary concern is God is to give knowledge of salvation. Dead in their sins and trespasses, walking according to the course of this world, the prince of the power of the air, and the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience. Among them, we too, in the same manner, walked in the same way, and were by nature children of wrath. But God, being rich in mercy, because of his great love. made us alive in Christ, for by grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come, God remains faithful in his covenant by raising up messengers, by raising up representatives like the prophets of old who point to spiritual redemption and path through darkness. And how should we represent God? In what manner should we represent God? Look at verse 17. That we, our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness righteousness before all our days. So here, one way to do it is to do this It's a moral call. We represent God. We should have the moral integrity that matches the Lord's mission to be And this doesn't mean
and to be able to do it without fear. Without fear. Every time I think about proclaiming the gospel in Nigeria to the first person I think about is my mother. It's home of the Lord. And if you met my mom, man, you couldn't have a five minute conversation with her without her mentioning Jesus. And there's something you said when you get saved later in life. I mean, she's lived her life. They really put their hands in the child and don't let that. They know, hey, this guy's all the thoughts. But that was no more. She did it with perfection. She didn't even finish high school. So when she talked to people about Jesus, it wasn't just in the apologetic I remember one story when I was a little child and check out the sites and see all these scenes. She was locked and loaded and she had all these tracks high and every, every station would come and pick up these people she'd hand people a track and share the gospel on their way to their seat. Every single stop. Now you might be sitting My own mother and I have a hard time living with that legacy. But these last couple of years, I've noticed I've invited more people to church and shared the gospel than no one in my family prior to years. I don't say that to boast, I say that in conviction. on Facebook, and it's been great for me to reconnect with more high school friends. I went to high school pre-social media, and when, you know, people were making more accounts, I was able to reconnect with a bunch of high school friends, just to see the kids and all these, you know, life stages. And as we're coming out of this government shutdown, the high suicide rates to lowest 
have an opportunity to be representatives not only to be witnesses, but also the means by which God brings dead souls together, by means which God delivers people from the reign of darkness transferred to the kingdom of his grace. And from seeing salvation due to God's deliverance of his people, Israel, out of Egypt, to the rest of humanity and the coming of Christ, we get to Graduates together at Biola University were in the same fantasy center. His father, Ron Mars, pastor of ministry, and he was sharing a story of his dad His dad, Ron Mars, invited his friend So after exchanging now to my personal testimony. If I recall correctly, I was a freshman at PHI when I met you. I had to move to UT to Roseland, Oregon, and I had gotten caught up in the fast pace of universities. I can't remember the exact sequence of events, but I do remember that we were Christian and actively. I also remember that you had a Bible study in one of your men's rooms, and you invited me to attend it. I never attended the Bible study. And your faithfulness in extending that invitation to me each and every week to us was the truth. And that's what continued. Those first years at UVO were not easy for me socially or academically. I felt socially awkward, academically challenged, and totally. Like many people, I tried to find peace in parties, wildness, and rebellion. And like many young people, I was on the verge of emotional and spiritual collapse, desperately seeking hopefulness in my family, finding a sense of alienation, anxiety, and despair. And as we later come to realize, those individual teachers taught us to become a lifeline through alienation. Here is what developed. Lord I committed my life to Christ And since that time, the Lord patiently brought me along in my spiritual journey. And I now serve as an elder at Emmerich Bible Fellowship in Eugene to provide a godly men to walk alongside me during my Christian journey and help me to recognize that gifts of teaching, preaching, and communicating. They encouraged me in the area of ministry, and the Lord gave me an opportunity to develop and apply that skill. He has sent me to share the word in Brazil, India, to speak to youth conferences in Canada, to share the word through teaching and leadership development ministry. In addition, I was put in charge of something called the Leadership Equity Project that focuses on providing leadership counsel and development to leaders who are going through personal crisis or challenge. Many times, Ron, I had the opportunity to use the lifeline story about how a simple act of service 
practice this ability and persistence can have a dramatic impact on someone's life. And I thank the Lord for his grace in my life during those days. As a committed man of God, Even in my rebellion, the Lord has always been someone waiting for me to turn back to him and find the peace that I so God, wondering what God would have you do. And he's given us his word. All things in life and godliness. The physical reputation, the representation of God's word, the word, is a representation of your represent God as modern-day prophets, waiting the second coming of Christ. Remember that Zechariah was forced into silence because of unbelief. Yet as he professed to believe, not all the things, because those dark clouds have been broken. Let us see the Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you.